welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, you guys. Oh man, do I have an episode for you guys this week. I would be lying if I said I wasn't a little nervous (laughs) to share about this episode, which I feel like in all reality, I have no reason to be nervous about sharing this, but it's just, it's just one of those things, you know, and I want to preface this episode by saying that, and we're probably going to talk about this a couple more times in the episode. Everyone has different desires. Everyone has different goals. Different things work for different people. And the phase of life that we're in right now is truly a dream come true for me and my family and absolutely perfect for us right now. And the other thing that I'd like to normalize as well is that like what's right for your family and what's right for you and what your desires are right now and what your dreams are right now can also evolve and change. And they can evolve and change many times. And also that you don't have to have everything exactly how you think it should be or exactly how you want it to be right now either. You know, like it can come together, it can evolve, it can change, it can manifest. So yeah, I am going to talk to you guys today about Frankie, who is my husband, if you don't know, um, retiring. I don't even like it. It's not even, he's not even retired, (laughs) but that's like a big buzzword. I feel like in our industry, like retiring your husband and especially I feel like it's less of a thing right now. Like I don't see a lot of other people talking about retiring their husband, wanting to retire their husband. But I feel like when I started in the coaching industry, like six years ago, it was a huge thing at least. And here's the funny thing when we were not ready to do this and I'll really explain like what I mean by retiring and not retiring and what he's doing. Like, we're going to just like share all the deets. Okay. But, um, I just feel like when I first started, we were we we didn't want that. I mean, I kind of did, but you know what I mean? We didn't even have a family together. Like <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like our family is like barely 2 years old, right? Like our little one and whatever. Um <laughs> but I feel like we were nowhere. Like it just wasn't even a potential thing. It was just not even in our realm of reality at all right it wasn't a goal it wasn't a dream it wasn't possible it wasn't anything to retire Frankie it wasn't even a desire especially for him and it just seemed like everyone was showing how successful their business was by celebrating that their husband was retiring and I especially when I like 
was transitioning into coaching and I was a service provider and I, I got to work with these really freaking cool women. And I had clients whose husbands were retired, except they weren't retired. It's not retirement. They worked in their business. They were helping them in their business. They were helping them scale the business or some, um, I don't know if this was specific to my clients at that point, but we're taking more um, of a stay-at-home dad role on or whatever, right? Whatever it means. I don't think either of those are really retiring. Um, Or I know a lot of people will say it's retiring, but their husband is taking on like their own ventures or starting to support with like the investments and the money side of thing and what to do with the money and the stuff that like, I don't care how easy you've created your business to be. Like my business is easier than it's ever been. It takes less time than it ever has. And I have less time than I've ever had, right? Because I'm a mom and I run a business and regardless of how many hours I put in, being a business owner, I mean, I think being a business owner of any kind, but I want to say especially this kind because I just feel like we put our hearts and our soul into our work And it's exhausting in a sense, putting yourself out there, right? Putting your soul out there public for people to choose or to not choose. Serving people on such a deep level that can be rewarding yet draining, right? So I don't have extra time and energy to do every single thing under the sun I want to do. And if I really wanted to do something, I could find the time, I could find the energy, I could shift the beliefs, I could shift the schedule. But you guys get what I mean right? And it's the same thing for our partners. It's the same thing for everybody. Like, I don't care how easy your job is, or if you work part-time or full-time, or if you are just, you know, pushing forward in your business, or if you're stay-at-home mom, like, we're all kind of working our asses off in a sense, right? We all have our heart and souls put into something. We're all giving our time and energy to something, and then everything else on our shoulders, like, being there for friends and family, taking care of households, taking care of families, taking care of ourselves, nurturing our relationships, healing physically, emotionally, mentally, like there, we just all have a lot going on. And my point in saying that is, I think it's really cool if your partner is ready, is not in love with their job anymore or never was and you have the financial ability to not need them to be in that job, to give them some time and energy to chase after the things that they want to chase after, or to support you as their new job. I think both are cool. And I think if you guys are a total power couple and like you love what you do and they love what they do, And by the way, I would probably say he and husband a lot in this episode because that's my situation, but I totally understand that that is not everybody's situation. Whether you're in a relationship with a man or a female, this is for you. I got you. I get it. But I may use those terms more because that's, that's just my situation. So it just comes right out naturally. And this is more of a story time than anything, but anyway, (laughs) okay. I'm babbling. I'm seriously babbling. You guys, let me just tell you the story. I really want to start from the beginning even though it's vulnerable, but I want to just show you guys how this has come to be and how this has evolved. So I can remember maybe like four or five years ago because I felt like everybody was celebrating their husband's retiring, bringing that up to Frankie, not in a serious conversation, but also in a way 
that felt pressured by me because I felt pressured that that was like a success level that you reach. And he didn't want that. He was content at his job. He was content with the money that he made. And you know what else? He made a significant amount of income compared to me, right? Because if you make multi six figures, you probably actually make six figures, right? Maybe depending on your profit and stuff. So like may, I I think I was starting to make more than him at that point, but also he had just gotten a huge raise. He had just moved to a new job for the first time in like ever and was doing really, really well for himself, the best he ever had. And here I was kind of throwing in this idea of like, well, I can make unlimited money, just work with me, just, you know, whatever. I don't even remember what I was saying, but I just, what I can remember is how it felt. And what I can remember is like, or what I can reflect on is like how kind of cringy it was because I can see how it crossed over into a pushy, disrespectful, like inconsiderate vibe before he even wanted to do that, before I even really wanted him to do that. And definitely before we were actually ready to do that, even though you could totally retire your partner um, if, if only one of you makes six figures or even making less than six figures, like families live off of that all over the world. So whatever. But for us, we weren't ready, except it felt like this ego pressure thing that that's what everyone was doing. So I kept like saying it. I, I don't even know why it was like almost uncontrollable, right? Hey, real quick, if you're loving this episode and you want to make my day, take a quick screenshot, upload it to your Instagram stories and tag me at underscore the Taylor Lee. I literally love seeing you guys pop up in my DMs, getting to say hi to you. Plus it helps other people find the show, which you guys know means the absolute world to me. And then I get to share you with my audience. So it's a win-win. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Back to the show. And back then in my business, I was very in my ego. I was very just wanting to be successful and to be seen as successful and to be seen in in general. And I could tell you stories upon stories of that time. Anyway, eventually I realized he does not want to do that. I don't even want him to do that. (laughs) Like, you know, we, gosh, I don't even think we were engaged yet. Because I think by the time that we got like engaged and married, I had fully dropped this, right? And we got married in January, 2019. And it's so crazy to think back to this and engaged in April of 2018. So by that time, I wasn't even like bringing it up anymore. I don't believe like it it feels like by that time I had fully dropped it. Like he's doing his thing every day. I do my thing every day. We both make good money. Like we're doing really well. And I think the space can be really good for partners and to have your own thing can be really good for partners. So I just kind of accepted that like things were really good, right? And then we enter a new phase where I had a baby. We started our family together. We're married, we're having a baby coming. And I definitely was not bringing up him retiring at this point because my business became low-key a little bit of a shit show and not that extreme because my version of a shit show at that level in my business was that my income dropped by 50k I made 350k that year I made everything harder than it needed to be I overcomplicated things but in the grand scheme of things that is good money and it was still like I wasn't burning out or anything so like in the grand scheme of things things were great 
but what things used to be and what I wanted things to be versus that things were not great. So it still wasn't even being discussed. But when Ruby was born, and you guys have probably just heard this story a million times, I had a fire lit under me. And I decided to stop overcomplicating everything. And I decided to become the millionaire mom. And I decided to go to seven figures. And I decided to do it with ease. And I decided to stop overcomplicating and overthinking. And long story short, I did that. And I started to do it really quickly. And I started to have consistent $50,000 months. And then I started to have consistent $100,000 months with an 80K month here or there. And we had a nanny in the house for 20, 25 hours a week. And Frankie was working his job that, yes, was successful and making good money, but he's out of the house for 10 hours a day, sometimes going in on the weekend, right? And he's salary, so it's like he gets paid for that, yes, but also he doesn't, you know what I mean? Um, And it just got to the point where it was like such a no-brainer decision, like, it, and I didn't even have this conversation. Like, it happened for him naturally, I, in my perspective, I feel like, where it's just like, we have this other person watching our child, which was a, was amazing, right? Like, I'm so grateful that we got to have a nanny in the house, not have to send Ruby to daycare. Not that there's anything wrong with daycare if that's what you've got to do or if that's what you want to do. But it was just nice having a baby and having someone to help in the home. We didn't have a lot of family near us, Um and it's no family that could have helped in that way. And it was just nice. But it's like, I'm I'm bringing home, like, a lot more money a year, right? I mean, we're bringing home multiple, 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 multiple six figures a year just through my business profit, like, into our personal bank accounts. And he's out of that and he's making, he's making six figures, which is amazing, but he's out of the house for 10 hours a day. And we have someone else watching our baby all day. And I, I, I still had so much on my plate and we missed each other and we missed her Ruby, our daughter. It just, it just became so no brainer. And like the thing I want to really make clear is it became just the only option. It became so no brainer we both wanted it and we both respected each other enough to let each other want it and let each other get fully behind it. And we didn't rush it and we could have done it a lot sooner and we could have rushed it a bit more, but everything in our life that we had mentioned or kind of wanted or considered and also really wanted and dreamt of and didn't know if we would ever have manifested over the course of probably a year and I'm mind blown. <laughs> I'm mind blown. And things started to come together, like buying this house, right? And, and making this move. And obviously making this move meant Frankie would have to leave his job. And of course he could have found another job. I have no doubt in me. And that's the really cool thing is that this also, in my mind, it's going to be a forever thing, but also I don't have an attachment to it being a forever thing. Like, if he realizes that this is not right for him and he just thrives more going into a job every day, I have, neither of us have any doubt in our mind that he could just find another great job. Like, he's amazing at what he does. He has great work history behind him. He's such a good guy. He, like, has so many amazing skill sets. Like, he would have no problem getting a job in the workforce. I would have no problem getting a job in the workforce. So, like, there's no pressure around it either. There's no, like, what if this doesn't work out? 
right? There's no, what if this doesn't work out? What if, what if everything flopped? Like, what if everything goes to shit? It's like, which I think is what really, it manifests that, you know, when you have all those fears for us, it just feels like if we have this opportunity in front of us, that feels like a dream come true. Why would we not take it? Why would we not do it? And so I don't, I don't know. I guess if you have thought about this or any type of dream that you and your partner have or a dream that you have that they don't, that they don't get is really just to trust that the perfect thing, the better than you could even imagine thing will divinely come through. Don't let go of your desires, but also don't hold on too tight. So let me look at my notes because I asked if you guys had questions <laughs> and um, I wanted to make sure I answered anything specific that you guys are wondering. So um, how people, of course, asked, how did you make this decision? Like I said, it became a very no-brainer thing. Money isn't an issue. We're also not overly attached to it being a forever thing. Our egos are not wrapped up in this. Um, and the other thing I wanted to say about making the decision is, in my opinion, you guys are going to be thriving in this situation or with any decision that you make if you both want it, you know? And I do think sometimes raising a family there, I mean, I don't think this is required. I say this lightly because I actually don't believe that we need to sacrifice. I think I just, I really do just believe it can, it can all unfold divinely, even if it looks a little different than what you thought you want. I think when we get really attached to a desire, God or the universe is just upstairs laughing at us like, oh, haha, you think you know. You think you know what you want. You don't even know that this exists, right? You know? Um, so yeah, I think it will unfold perfectly. And I don't think either of you have to sacrifice. And I think that you can allow them and you to both want the same thing and trust that that will come through even if it looks different than what you think it will look like you know and the other good thing about making this move when we did now is that Frankie is taking a role on in my business a more behind the scenes role um which he's been helping me in my business this whole time he's been like the biggest supporter of my business he's also taking on a little bit of a stay-at-home dad role and he's also working on his own investments and learning about investing and learning more about money and, um, doing some really cool stuff like that. And it's, that's been really cool to watch, you know, and we're in a really good position where we're both on payroll. We both still make our own money. We both have retirement accounts that come out of the business. We have health insurance. And I wanted to talk about the health insurance thing. And someone asked me specifically about what is our plan with health insurance? And this was our biggest concern forever because everyone, anyone who kind of knows about, like basically what I've learned as an entrepreneur is a lot of people will be very concerned about health insurance for you as if it's like impossible or freaking ridiculously expensive to have health insurance as an entrepreneur. And in some perspectives, maybe the amount that we are paying in health insurance is ridiculously expensive. But for us, in comparison to the income, it's not. And so depending on where you're at in your business and where you're at with your expenses, you might not be ready to pay for health insurance. So I think, you know, how we did it, and I'm working with a financial planner. I have a really solid financial team in place to make sure we do everything correct with, 
you know, his role in the business and payroll and retirements and investments and health insurance and all insurances and all the things. But, um, really we just went on like the healthcare marketplace or whatever it's called. If you're in the U S which I'm sure you can Google and find, I think it's just like healthcare.gov or something went through the plans. I, I knew that with his company, we had really good insurance, right? There's probably better out there, but the insurance we had with his company was working for us, right? It didn't, it wasn't costing an arm and a leg. It did have some higher deductibles in my opinion or whatever they're called, but like nothing we couldn't afford, nothing that was like, you know, nothing that bad at all, at all, at all. And the most of everything was covered. You guys, I am so excited to announce that we have a few spots open right now in the inner circle, which is my high level mastermind for women who are ready to create their quarter of a million dollar year and beyond. So if you are one of my six figure badass listeners and you are so ready for 20K months and beyond, then my mastermind, the inner circle is for you and is proven to help women get there. You will get access to my quarter of a million dollar coach training program, unlimited group boxer access with me. I'm in there every day, Monday through Friday, talking to the women, which means you're going to learn from other women's questions. You're always going to have some type of motivational audio clip in there from me to really keep you inspired and, and motivated and focused and working on the right things, most importantly, and two group Zoom calls a month. We keep this container to 12 women max, so every question you put in Voxer is guaranteed to get answered. And if you show up for those Zoom calls, you are guaranteed time on that call to talk to me on video, face-to-face, and work through whatever it is you need. Planning your month, planning your launch, getting in the right mindset, shifting your mindset, um, strategizing how to make more sales, all the things that I know you guys want help with. Plus that training program I mentioned literally lays out step-by-step how I went from six figures to multiple six figures, everything from the business model to the pricing to the lead generation and the audience growth and the the content and the selling and the automation and everything that you are going to need. So if this is you, if you're making six figures and you are so ready for more, then you can go to thetaylorlee.com slash inner circle to apply. And after you apply, I will be in touch via email or on Instagram DM um, to chat with you about getting started and we can get you onto our next call and into our Voxer chat and into that training program and slaying your quarter of a million, maybe half a million dollar year. So I kind of just took that and compared, like, can we get the same or a little bit better? And we found that we found something really, really similar and it's $1,200 a month for our family. We're in Florida. I don't know if Florida is cheaper or more expensive than other States in health insurance. It's pretty much cheaper in every other way. (laughs) So it's probably cheaper in that sense too, but it also depends on where you're coming from because Connecticut's like, like I think the second most expensive state in the country. So pretty much anywhere is going to be cheaper than Connecticut. So, um, our health insurance is $1,200 a month and you know, we can go to the dentist and we can go to the doctor and Ruby can go to the doctor and I can have my baby and we're all good, right? We, we feel really covered in that way. And we have abundance. And this is what I talked to with my own coach about, which because with my coaches at this point, I'm not here to only talk about business. I know how to run a business. I know how to make money. The things I don't know is this new level of wealth and abundance I'm stepping into. 
and the stuff that comes up with that and also the decisions to make around that. And, um, basically what I talked to you with a coach about was just that like when you have wealth and when you have abundance, sometimes you just pay the doctor and a lot of the really, really good doctors don't even take insurance. So I don't think we're at a point where we're going to doctors that don't take insurance, but I just, I just like, I had to accept the fact that like we are in a situation where we can afford health insurance and we can afford to take great care of our bodies and we can afford to go to the doctors and we can afford to have babies and all the things. Um, so someone asked, and I went through all these questions with Frankie, but we went through these a while ago. So in no way am I talking for him and he may even have different thoughts on some of these, but we've really made sure to be on the same page with all of this. And someone did ask, was his purpose in his work and will he find identity in something new? And the other thing that I saw to be honest, like to be really honest and vulnerable with you guys. And I wrote a post on my Instagram that you'll probably be able to find. It's a photo of Frankie and I, I believe at my friend's wedding, um, or her reception. Technically, I think I'm in like a black dress and he's in a black like suit. Um, I wrote a post kind of on a lot of my thoughts about this stuff with retire, retiring him. Oh, I don't like, it's not even retiring him anyway. Um, but some, I saw someone else write a post (laughs) as we do, we have to get triggered by things, right? Um, to really step into our solid stance. And I showed Frankie this post and we talked about it and we just, it just deepened our feelings about our situation. And essentially this woman's post was about how like she can't even imagine retiring her husband. She can't imagine her husband riding on her coattails. Um, basically it's not sexy for your husband to just take care of you all day. And it's, it's whatever, like there was, yeah. Anyway, I don't have to share all the details of this post. It wasn't my post, but, um, it was like a little triggering. I also found the post kind of like not it in a lot of ways, like I very much disagree with a lot of the things. And I thought that, you know, a lot of the things that were said were very like rude to somebody that this post was like in regards to a certain person, like, which was weird publicly. Um, even though this person is very famous, not really a famous coach. Like, is there even famous coaches? Like we're all humans anyway. So I wrote my own post about that, (laughs) about my thoughts, but here's my thoughts. And here's what Frankie and I talked about was his purpose in his work. He would maybe, he would probably say yes, because Frankie did really enjoy what he did. And besides going in to work for 10 hours a day and dealing with people whose purpose was not in their work because he managed over 80 people below him, which is also weird wording, but anyway, um, I, I believe that Frankie is an acts of service kind of guy and that his purpose is in having a purpose is in having something that he is contributing to through his actions. And I think that's why he really thrived having a job like that was good for him. Even though it got to a point where he was kind of hating going in and was really stressed, it took his whole life to get to that point. Right. And, um, and also for reference, you guys, Frankie is 16 years older than me. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm 26 saying this. He's not 26. (laughs) 
Because, like, his whole life, that would mean he had been working for, like, seven years. No, he had been working a long, 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 long time. Um, And it took him that long to get to the point of, like, okay, I'm just, I'm over this. So, like, that's the thing is he had worked in that for a long time. It had become a big part of his daily purpose. It had helped him feel purposeful. And he was needed in that role and had contributed in huge ways to these companies he had worked for. And I think any company that has ever had the honor of working with him and having them on their team is very blessed because he is what the type of guy that is so committed to anything he does that, you know, when I saw him leave his first company he worked with for so long, like it's more, it was like a good luck to them moment. Cause nobody, I just don't think, I don't think you could find someone else who would put in the type of work ethic and the type of drive and care that he does. Truly, I haven't met anybody else that works a job. He really is an entrepreneurial spirit that was working a regular job, you know? And this is why he was able to work his way up to the third highest role in the company with no real degree, like just from going from entry-level job to working his way all the way up, which I just think is amazing. And I, that's like a huge reason why I love him because I, I, I respect a man with that kind of work ethic and drive. And I think that's very, very important in a person. Do I think he's going to lose that not having a job? No, (laughs) no, I cannot imagine him not being that way. Is there a slight chance that he is going to need to, and not even a slight chance. Is it pretty much in the books already and guaranteed and being worked on and talked about that he is going to have his own thing? Yes because he can't stop working (laughs) and neither can I. And we both have big dreams. And I think he's going to have stuff that he does that I don't really love or get or whatever. Um, not like I don't love as in, I don't want him to do it or I don't agree, but just like, that's not my thing. And I think we'll have things together and I think he'll help me in my own business. And like, I think this is going to evolve a lot. And since just moving, he has been doing a lot of the home things And he has done so much at our house already and put in so much work and love into our home, making it home, fixing it up, supporting me that I just, I don't see this being a problem and neither does he, you know, because I think, yeah, I think it's just our phase of life right now. Do I think his sole purpose is to be a stay at home dad? No. Do I think his sole purpose is to be the CEO, COO of my company or the CFO or to manage the money or to manage my team or no, I don't think that either. I think this is all like really, really good right now and can be a temporary purpose that allows him to support our family. Yeah, totally. And I think we both feel good about that. And I think we, I think it's like, we feel really good about it and we both know it's going to evolve. And it also feels like a huge blessing and a dream come true to be in the situation that we're in. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So someone asked, will he work for me? He is working for me right now. Um, am I worried about him losing himself or his masculine side? This was asked. No, not at all. I haven't seen this. Like I, he just does not need to go into a job to, masculine or to be himself. Like, like I said, he's just the type of guy that's going to find stuff to do, find ways to, to support people and find ways to contribute and find ways to feel purposeful and 
like I just and he's a really hard worker and he's really driven and like he literally can't stop that just like me but we're also very different too but in our own ways we're both like that so yeah no and like we've only been here for almost two months now that's freaking crazy that's weird (laughs) um but I'm like, you can stop working. Like he's just been like working, 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 working since we got here. Just doing, 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 doing. So, and he literally will say stuff like, I just don't feel like I'm doing enough (laughs) because it's so different. Like being able to do what you want to do and do things that are contributing to your life directly versus another person's company. It feels so different. And, and we go through that as entrepreneurs too, don't we? Like this is a conversation I always have. Like, how do I know if I'm doing enough? How do I know if I'm putting in enough work? Like we all go through that. So I don't see that as a bad sign or anything. I see that as like so freaking normal and kind of funny because I, I do that same thing to myself and my business too. I don't feel like I've done enough, right? I don't feel like I've done enough to earn this. I don't feel like I'm being productive enough, even though like in all reality, I do more than most people do every day of my life. Um, it's been crazy, you guys. So a lot of people asked you about, um, like managing our money and stuff. I shared a story about how we've moved to like a joint bank account. So we're managing our money quite a bit differently. We've up until this point of moving, like a couple months ago, we have had 100% separate money, hundred percent different accounts. Obviously I've always had my business accounts and I still do. And that's mine and separate, but like, we've always had our own checkings, our own savings, our own credit cards, our own cars, our own everything, right? Literally up until this point, one of us, we've, we've lived in one, two, four different rentals, rental homes since being together. And it just kind of, we would kind of switch it off. Like it just kind of depended, but one of us would always be in charge of the rent and the other would Venmo the other person half. Like, like that's how we paid our rent in April. (laughs) So we've split everything, um, up until this point. And now we've merged, like there's some accounts that we haven't completely technically merged yet, but essentially we've, we have a, a main joint account. We're merging all of our money. We're putting a, a cars in both of our names. Like it's just, it's fun and it's different. And I never, I never, ever, 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 ever thought I'd be the person to like share my finances with someone, but we're a family and we have a family and we're building businesses and wealth together and a household together and a family together that it feels weird to not have our money as ours. Um, so, and I feel like we both have really improved our money mindsets and we're in a place where like, he doesn't need to ask permission to buy something. I don't need to ask permission to buy something. We're both, we both have really great money mindsets. We both believe in, you know, doing things to improve our life, splurging on ourselves, taking care of ourselves, but we're also like financially smart. Like, and here's the thing, someone else asked, um, you know, now that you're sharing finances, how does it work when they don't get your investments and how has it worked when they don't get your investments? Here's, I could do, and I have done episodes on this. There's a podcast episode you can search for a few back that's called when your partner doesn't get it. And that will kind of talk about this, but we don't like investments in my business. Like I don't think I would be the woman that I am like the exact woman that I am without like Frankie in my life and like the level of support he's given me in the way that he's just like 
been my biggest supporter and my biggest cheerleader. And we've had a phase where he did not understand this business. He did not believe in my goals. He did not believe in my investments. And it was my money and it was my business. And while he has been my biggest cheerleader, I've grown this business. And I don't say that as in like he deserves none of it or he's not, he doesn't contribute. Like, no. Right. But I think when you get to that point and you, I understand you maybe before that point, because I was before that point too, for a long time. But at this point I've proven, I know what the fuck I'm doing. And I've also proven that when everybody else thinks I'm batshit crazy, (laughs) I'm not. And even when I'm in, and I, I, I'm going to do it. My next episode is kind of going to be about this, but, um, even when I've made investments that looking back were dumb and were not right, right? They were not the right investments for me. I've made that money back 10 times over, probably a hundred times over. I will always make my money back. I will always learn million dollar lessons from every single investment in my life, whether it's coaches or cars or homes or whatever. Like, I just have this unwavering faith and commitment in myself that like, I cannot waste the money. I cannot make a wrong move. I get to trust myself. And even when I fuck it up, it will be for my highest good. And I also just have this faith that like, neither of us would ever do anything to put our family in danger. I would never spend our last dime. I would never put us in a bad situation, especially like when I was younger and not married and didn't have kids, I was willing to take it's hard to say because I was, I was, I would put myself on the line. I would put myself at zero. Now I wouldn't do that, but I, it would be a, it would have to be a huge investment to put us at zero. So that's the other good thing about starting to share your money when you're ready to share your money. And I know if you're married and if you get married before you have your business and stuff, it's going to be a whole different ball game. But, um, and I, you know, I also have another episode on here where I had a relationship coach come on and talk about how to talk to your partner about investing, um, you know, when they don't really agree with the investment. So check out that too. That's like a lot farther back, but that's a really, really good one from someone has, who has more of that communications background, but that's how it's worked for me. And this episode's not about how to like make that work for everyone in any situation ever, but if even if he didn't agree and we were already sharing finances or whatever, if I really, really believe something was right for me, I would make it happen. And I would aim to make that happen in the most respectful way with his understanding as I could, but I would bring it up and I would have conversations and I would research how to have really effective communication and I would, you know, seek out support on it and I would just, I would just do whatever I could to make it happen. But again, because I don't believe, I say this lightly because this is just our journey and everyone's journey is so different, but I also believe because I refuse to believe in sacrifice, this has just all unfolded really, really nicely where I haven't really had to be in that situation, even though, yes, he's disagreed with certain investments (laughs) and moves, but also it was always like a... I think this is stupid and you don't need to do it. And I, I respect that this is your decision, your money, your business, you know? Um, and just know that if you are in that situation, you can decide and you can, you can believe in yourself enough to believe that one day you will prove yourself so hard. No one will ever be able to question another thing you do again. That's the vibe. 
So yeah, that's about it. You guys, um, people ask like, what are, what are his plans? What are our plans? I think it kind of explained that we're in like, you know, when you get engaged or you get married or you have your first baby and you're in the love bubble, the engagement love bubble, the marriage love bubble, the baby, the baby love bubble. We're in a bubble of just like a dream come true bubble. So we don't have it all planned out. And we have some ideas of where we're going. And I also think that like neither of us could even fathom where we'll be in 10 years. Like that just feels almost scary how much could like change and grow and how good things could be in 10 years time, even five years time. You know, I think the next year for us is going to be more chill. I mean, we have a baby due in a few months (laughs) at Christmas time and so we'll be learning how to be parents of two, um, under two. <laughs> and, um, next year we'll hopefully start getting some animals now that we have 10 acres. And I think that'll be so good for Ruby. And of course our little sister that's on the way as well. Um, but she'll be just too little, but I think Ruby is just going to love it next year. And it just, it just kind of feels like the next year is a little bit more chill. Of course I have huge goals in the business, Um, and a lot more of like bringing Frankie in to help in the areas that, I mean, he's so good with numbers and like, there's going to be some really cool ways that he can help me in my business, but also just like my main goals are just like family and really enjoying this time period that we've created. Of course I have big money goals too, but it just kind of feels like that's just inevitable and going to happen. And then, um, he's already started, like I said, doing some investments and stuff with the money that, um, he's had from other investments he's made well before we were together and things like that, which is cool. And it's been really cool to watch him have the space to do that and learn about that and believe in himself enough to do that as well. Um, but God, after that, after a year or two or three, I have no freaking clue. All I know is it's probably going to just blow our freaking socks off. So we'll be sharing more. I hope you love this episode. I hope you love my life updates because they're kind of vulnerable letting people into your life and your decisions. But I just feel like this stuff is not talked about and I want to talk about it and I want to share it. And I also want to share it from a perspective of like, you don't have to do it my way or maybe you can and it will give you permission. Like, you know, so anyway, you guys sending you a bunch of love. Thank you for listening. And I will talk to you guys in next week's episode. Bye guys. Real quick before you go, if this episode gave you value, got you inspired, or has you feeling more confident than ever about your big goals, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a review? It would mean the absolute world to me and it helps other powerhouse women just like you find this show, which is truly the best gift that you could ever give me. So thank you in advance for leaving a five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.